I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. To Chakra Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons, your chakra expert, energy and crystal connoisseur, and your trusty spiritual BFF. I'm the founder of Chakra Girl Co., which is a platform that's giving you all the tips and inspo to be intentional AF, to live your best life, and activate your chakras. Today, we are chatting with two wellness babes, Elizabeth Cott and Stephanie Simbari. They were the hosts of one of my fave podcasts. That's so retrograde. They are literally just wellness goddesses. They're serving up all the wellness topics and expertise in a fun and modern way. Today, we're chatting about their journey into being wellness moguls, how to deal with adversity and conflicting opinions, and just all the goodness about the new age of wellness and our favorite wellness modalities. This episode is brought to you by Chakra Girl Business School, which is my signature four-month course where I support you in launching your business in literally just four months by tapping into your chakra energy. It is basically a business in a box. I'm teaching you absolutely everything. Plus you get to hang out with me for four months. I'll have my eyes on your business. You can ask me all the questions you want. And yeah, I'm literally helping you get there. If you are delaying launching your business, you know you want to start a business. Even if you don't even know what the business is, we've got you covered. Women that join this course have seen major results. You guys, I know the last time I ran this course, one of the girls made $5,000 just two weeks after launching her business. She quit her job right away. Um, A lot of the girls just started making sales right away and, you know, are just killing it in their businesses right now. So if you know that this is for you, it's by application only. So DM me on Instagram at Shaka Girl Co. and tell me that you're ready to launch your business. We'll chat a bit and see if it's the right fit. And yeah, I've got you covered. Let's make 2019 the year that you are this 
chakra aligned business goddess. Let's do that. Okay. All right, guys, tis the season to eat, drink, and be merry. And let me tell you, I'm doing all of the above. I've literally been listening to Mariah Carey on repeat, guys. All I want for Christmas is you. It's actually my favorite song every single month of the year, not just in December. It's so, so good. Um, So with all that, since we're like eating more and drinking more, which I... I'm all about, but we just need to make sure that we're balancing that out, taking better care of ourselves even more than usual. So my chakra tip today, it's about our solar plexus, okay? So your solar plexus is your spark. It's your vibe. It's your confidence. It's basically what makes you fun. So you need to have that vibing this time of the year. Um, and it's also what keeps you motivated. So if you think about it and you're doing, you know, partying all the time and having so much fun, you're kind of like burning out that energy of your motivation. So you need to make sure that you're recharging guys. So not only do you need to recharge, okay, we're going to talk about recharging, but before you even get to that, you need boundaries. Okay. Cause I do not want you to dull your shine. Make sure you are only saying yes to the shit that you want to do. Go through your calendar and literally cancel stuff. If you have to, I did that a couple of weeks ago and it felt so good. And yeah, like only do the things you want to do and have things set in your schedule. So I basically have days that I create. I have days that I take phone calls. I have days that I do podcast interviews and like, I don't do multiple things in one day because that energy that it takes, like bouncing back and forth between the tasks is really, really difficult as well. And another tip on the solar plexus energy is really keeping your word to yourself. So if you say you're going to go to the gym, do it. Don't let, you know, shit other people want you to do get in the way of what you actually want to do to feel your best. Also, don't drink when you don't want to drink. Actually, no, you still have to drink. Be fun. But then just go to the gym and meditate after. Yes, I'm that friend. I will peer pressure you into drinking. Anyways, it's all about balance, guys. Also, citrine is going to be your best friend this time of year. Put it on your solar plexus, like right below your rib cage when you're meditating or when you're, well, don't do it when you're like going to sleep because it'll keep you awake, but do it in the morning and really just like carry it around with you. It's also really good for abundance. Okay. Chakra shout out. So also on that solar plexus tip, the best way to recharge your solar plexus is the sun. But obviously in most parts of the world, there isn't very much sun right now and it's like cold. Um, so it's just not really possible right now. So we're all getting super pasty. I know I am. I'm so pale, but I've discovered Luna Bronze. This is not sponsored, but open to it, guys. Love you, Luna Bronze. Send me stuff anytime you want. But actually my friend Bailey from Play Digital, check her out too. She sent me some Luna Bronze and I am obsessed with it, you guys. It's a sunless tanner. It's vegan. It's all natural, cruelty-free, and it actually smells way better than any sunless tanner I've ever tried. I got the foam one and it comes with this glove and it goes on really evenly. So I usually do one pump for the bottom half of each leg, one pump for the top half of each leg, two pumps for the chest, neck, and shoulders. And then I do one pump for each arm. And then at the end, I just take the excess that's on the glove and I just kind of pat it onto my face a little bit. And I'm telling you guys, it's the nicest color too. Like it's not orangey. It's like just like almost like olivey. It's beautiful. So go check it out, you guys. You're going to look super sexy in your holiday parties. Okay, let's get into the interview with Stephanie and Elizabeth from That's So Retrograde. 
Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We are here today with Elizabeth Cott and Stephanie Zimbari. They are the lovely hosts of That's So Retrograde. It's one of my favorite podcasts. I've been listening for so long. They merge pop culture and wellness while they seek out their most authentic selves, one mistake or mindful awakening at a time. We're all about that life. They cover so many hot topics from politics to nutrition to wellness modalities, and they don't shy away from the difficult conversations, which is what I love so much about these ladies, plus they're fucking funny. Literally, I've been listening forever, and I'm just in awe of the community and the inspo that you guys have brought to the game. So welcome to the oh, show. thank you. you. So happy to have you. I feel like it's been a long time coming. We've been chatting kind of like sporadically, and now we're making something happen. Thanks for having us. Of course. So first, I'd like to get into some slumber party questions. Ooh, Rapid ooh. fire, fun, girl talk. a long time since I've had a slumber party. But, <laughs> all right, I'll channel my mid- middle school self. Channel it. Okay. Right. What is your Don't daily... Don't fall asleep or I'll dip your fingers in hot water. Uh, draw a mustache <laughs> on you. Yeah. Freeze your bra. Yeah. <laughs> Are you getting a mustache? It's going to be a full penis. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Good one. Good one. You're right. Okay. Sorry. We're back. Okay. What is is your daily ritual daily ritual mm-hmm. just one what is your like routine like what are the things you do every day I'll be honest I'm not really a routine person same um I every day is different because um of the nature of what we do and so it's really about accommodating all of those things the things that I m- need to do in a day that don't happen all at the same time are like working out and meditating and journaling, but mm-hmm. the order of those things is uh, unclear. Good. I'm all about that life. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of goes day by day. I think it's really the the most important thing is making space in the mm-hmm. day, taking a second, and then you can align what needs to happen, whether it's the self-care type of thing or the you know work obligation type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's just about like ma- taking a moment to be able to to prioritize and make it happen. But I will say I do ritualize drinking coffee. Mm. <laughs> so I guess there's good that. Good for grounding, like guys. I have yeah. to have coffee in the mornings. Yeah. So good. What do you put in your coffee? Are you doing like the bulletproof situation or just straight no, up? No, I just have coffee. I do put in um, Akasha fiber because mm. sometimes I feel that I need an extra boost in the morning to get my digestive system going. Mm. Oh, so, I actually, And it's totally flavorless. Like keeping it regular? Yeah. Okay. The ritual right now for both of us we're also on this like intense supplement regimen because we both oh. did um, nutritional, nutritional muscle, muscle testing. testing. Oh, and um, <laughs> it's in surround. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that where they like push your hand yeah. down? Okay, I've done that. Yeah, so yeah. cool. So we're both on this very uh, oddly to heal both of our eyes. Yeah, we both oh. have some stuff happening on our on our eyes. Um, and but different things. Okay, it's been it's in, it's expensive as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Never spent more money on supplements <gasps> in my life, but it, it's very ritualized. Like, it's three times mm. a day. It's very specific. It's a lot. Okay. It so, is working. Like, I've had this eye yeah. problem for three years, and it's finally being fixed. Okay. Muscle testing, yeah. guys. And where, yeah. where do you guys do it in LA? We go to a, a friend of ours named Vanessa Fitzgerald. Okay. Her practice is called V's Honey. She's in Santa Monica. She's amazing. She's been on our show. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll have to go listen to that one. Love it. Okay, what is your go-to beauty product slash natural product right now? Go-to beauty product slash natural product. Mm, Is mine RMS Uncover-Up? Probably. That's pretty much my only consistent thing ever. It's like this tiny thing of 
um, cover-up, you know, or RMS. I've heard of it, but I have it's not used it. It's amazing coconut oil-based makeup. Oh. And they have these, like, little paws, and you just throw it in your purse. And, I mean, I use my finger because I'm a little monster. <laughs> um, and I just, like, cover – I don't usually wear a lot of makeup, like, during the day. And I just put, like, little dots around my nose so I don't have, like, the redness. Oh, good one. Then I just leave. Okay, I yeah. love that. And then I feel like naturally pretty, but yeah. <laughs> um, not like I'm overconfident. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I think I yeah. look good, but everyone's like, ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I don't need to wear makeup. Yeah. I have a tie between the Wander Beauty Dualist Concealer Foundation thingy that I use. It's two-sided. It's fabulous. And then um, Charlotte Tilbury, her lip cheat pillow talk nude oh, love it literally i don't really i can just use it without anything else oh. it's a lip liner but you can just fill it in and i just feel cute in it so cute. Wait, I, beauty product or what was the other thing natural, natural like mm. natural beauty but i yeah, mean those are yeah. both they're but both i'm gonna be honest i use a million things like yeah. you could go into my entire skincare routine because that's all really important to me yes. yeah <laughs> totally so, but you know I'm just looked in what was in my purse there. right now, and that felt right. <laughs> That's good. Felt right. That's what we needed to hear. Who's your favorite Kardashian? Chris. Good Does one. it count because she's a Jenner? It, it counts. Okay. It counts. It counts. Not missing a beat. <laughs> <laughs> that she's been rehearsing that you one. You know, I'm discovering the Kardashians oh. um, over the last year, so I feel like I'm late to the game, and also... I see a lot of great in all of them, but I would say Chloe, I think. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. yeah. Like she's got a gentle heart. Yeah. She's, I've also met her in a bathroom at a bar in LA and she was the best smelling person I've ever met. Oh. In my, she smelled like a gardenia floral angel. And I just was like, yes, oh I love gosh. how rich and beautiful you are. <laughs> so it's like the whole experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that sensory overload. Yeah. Yes. What is a guilty pleasure? That you guys indulge in elizabeth's all the housewives franchises on 24 7 <laughs> all day every day but she doesn't feel guilty about it but i try to make her feel <laughs> guilty about it and it doesn't work um my guilty pleasure uh what's my guilty pleasure help mm. i don't have one because everything i do is just like so woke. she's so proud of it <laughs> so woke. no guilt um I don't know. I feel like it would be Ooh, something. I know what it is. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say like some type of like drunk carb journey. I was gonna. Mm. Sometimes I drink a diet coke. Oh, uh, and oh it's god! Like really exciting for me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't feel guilty Naughty. about the carbs, but I do feel no, guilty. But about... I just feel like that's like your. Like, like, like if I'm out and I'm not drinking, but I want to be naughty, I have yeah. a diet coke. Okay, that's good. That's good. And I then feel I like get it's... like cracky and weird and phenol phylates or whatever and it's like crazy it's there fine. you go who yeah. needs alcohol yeah i mean i feel like when i'm hungover sometimes i need the carbonation and like the sweetness oh, there's just the something ginger ale. so yeah. comforting about it's a soda yeah it's like nostalgic i think yeah can you believe like as kids we would just have soda with dinner like not every day I but wasn't like allowed. i wasn't either really? i was allowed to have a yeah. sprite on fridays yeah so i mean like special occasions yeah. but still it was just like no I yeah good old shabbat Sprite. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember my mom's friend was a really, like, healthy person ahead of the curve. She would, like, drive three towns away to go to the 
natural market, the one in the whole county, and they always had spritzers. Oh. And I became obsessed with those. Mm. Well, what's in that? Is it like It's just like less cane sugar, sugar okay. and sparkling water, but like the 90s version. Okay. They were so There's good. like got to be like a black cherry version. Yeah. Huh? Oh. They were so good. So nice. Black cherry is actually one thing we did not have in Canada. What? We never had black cherry Coke. Sad. And it was just one of the things we would mm. get when we came here. Yeah. A little, a little special treat. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about you guys. I want to know your journeys into wellness. Did it start because you had some kind of like breakdown like most of us or did it kind of just slowly evolve? Mm. It slowly evolved, I think. I'll speak for myself. Okay. Um, I think that there's just always been a personal interest in – it actually really started in like a re- renewed interest in learning mm. and wanting to – to as a hedonist wanting to feel good while doing that so like let's channel our need to learn into what's going to make us feel the best Mm. and it was a slow build I think and then there was also resistance to it when we started doing this show I I specifically remember thinking to myself wow Elizabeth you're really gonna have to walk the walk Mm. and double down and put down work on putting down the things that you know aren't celebrating uh wellness and health and and really truly nurturing that Mm. so it kind of started before the show and then when the show happened you like really dove in went for it yeah Yeah. so what are some of the things that you were like okay this is something I can't be doing if I'm representing wellness well for me um and we we did a whole episode on this like I was on Adderall for a very long Mm. time and that was a deep personal struggle getting that out of my life and and it felt really fraudulent to be talking about feeling good and and doing well and I think that for some people it helps them and that's beautiful and no judgment but for myself it wasn't working anymore Mm -hmm. it it wasn't aligned with how I wanted to feel and how I wanted to show up for myself so um, doing the work to get that habit because that's what it had become out mm. of my life was really the turning point for me. Mm. And what do you, what were some of the things that helped you like curb that? What are some of the natural things that you did? Acupuncture, to, oh, okay. a commitment to acupuncture every week because um, I really had to do like a serious health check-in with mm-hmm. that um, and really be accountable to somebody else when I was honest with them about me um, changing my lifestyle and all of that. I, I got to talk to someone about how I was feeling every week. Mm-hmm. So I replaced an investment, and, and truly it is an investment. I, I replaced the, we'll call it a habit, with this investment in myself, and that was really a, a strong turning point for me. Mm, interesting. I love that. What about you, Stephanie? Um, I would say that my interest in wellness came from a personal need from a health crisis. Yeah. Um, when I was in college, and uh, I... I got diagnosed with the autoimmune disease. And mm. so I um, had to kind of like, I always had stomach problems and that's what it was related to. And I was never, I never was awakened to the fact that like what you eat has to do with yeah. things that happen yeah. in your body. Cause I grew up in New York in the nineties and two thousands and where it was just like, Oh, your stomach hurts. Like here's an antacid. You here's know? a like, pizza pocket. Yeah, <laughs> And like, I was just eating things that were really highly acidic and really bad for me and I, I burned the lining in my stomach basically with um, antacids so I had to like completely rediscover 
my body basically and it was really challenging and really scary because what I was reading about all that stuff was like people who have this can never do that people who have this can never do that and I was just like I felt like my world was crumbling and my life was just like over and I basically I did change my diet but then I I started becoming like an explorer but I didn't really make like a strong firm commitment to and you know what it's funny because now I can kind of do whatever I want in terms of food, but also the things that I want reflect how those things make me feel. Mm. So I'm not eating things that make me feel bad every single day, but it, like if I want pizza or pasta, like I have it because it's so limited mm-hmm. that it's not going to do the thing to me that it was doing to me back when it was all that I was consuming, if that makes sense. Oh, 100%. So, and I also think that over the years, I've done a lot of healing on my body so that it, I'm not, it's not as stressed out. Like autoimmune diseases are triggered by like your your system just being continually inundated with stress and there's no place for you to process and heal and so over the last what it's been like 13 years since that happened oh my gosh and so does it doesn't like flare up at all anymore Mm, well I have to do vitamin drips for b12 okay and then that solves that problem and then everything else is just like maintenance oh my gosh what a journey yeah so when did this become an idea for a show to share your own stories and to share other people's stories how did that all come to be it was four years ago mm-hmm. um Steph and I just were curious and had questions and we didn't feel like there was any platform that really spoke to us about the world of consciousness and well-being in a way that that we related to but I think we were also kind of doing it like Mm -hmm. ourselves like as I said like you know we had both done like yoga teacher training and Mm -hmm. we both were like sort of already into that stuff and like I I know that when I met you I was taking a million vitamins like I already had Mm -hmm. this yeah it wasn't as like dialed and guided and like clearly aligned with like what I really needed at the time Mm -hmm. but it was definitely like I, I felt personally like I had a foundation for being someone who could talk about these things mm. you know I was like teaching yoga at the comedy store on the comedy store stage at when I was like doing stand-up at night so I was like already felt like this person even though it was sort of a yeah. joke and mm. then I was working in fashion and I had a a consignment company online and that had like a very strong give back ethos so we were both kind of doing the conscious work in our own way and really... But like in the way that a 26-year-old does it. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then found this and through just, I think, a, being divinely guided to this path that we had no idea what it was going to be. It was really almost self-serving at the time. We just were curious. We had questions. We wanted to talk about it in a way that felt fun and easy. Mm-hmm. And people responded to it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you guys do such a good job. So are you still doing comedy? Are you still doing fashion? Have you guys kind of like made the show your main focus? Um, Yes. We both still do the things that we were doing, but they're not the same thing that we were doing. Mm. So hers has evolved into like the grown-up version mine's evolved into the grown-up version and but I think that we've been able to personally evolve separately because of the show Mm. yeah Mm. I love that (laughs) actually through the show yeah I actually saw you guys I was watching roast battle (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) I was like hey hello girl amazing (laughs) yeah that's one of my so that show um actually started because I had an open mic at the comedy store at midnight on Tuesdays yeah I did it with my best friend at the time and he was living with me 
and we had this huge falling out and I was like fuck you I'm quitting the mic and he was like fuck you and we got this like huge this huge fight we like were horrible we're best friends again it's fine but I quit the show and he just kept doing it and at that show like I don't know like less than a month after that there was like an actual fight in the room and Brian was like, stop fighting. If you guys want to, like, work this shit out, you have to write jokes and battle each other. Oh, that, my that's gosh. That's how it started. So <sighs> I'm always like, I'm the fairy godmother. Oh, the my gosh. <laughs> thank you for the hours of entertainment that you brought to me Love and my that. husband. We just, we just had Steph's birthday at Jeff Ross's house this stop. weekend. Stop. Yeah. So fun. It was really fun. I'm guessing that's not where you had the woman's circle. No, no. we okay. did that at my house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. So yeah, so ladies were telling me before we started um, recording that Stephanie just had her birthday. Happy birthday. Thank and you. they did a women's circle. So yeah. tell us what you do in your women's circle. I actually listened to your episode about women's circles. Great. I can't remember her Andrea name. Andrea Andrea, oh my God. She's amazing. She's incredible. That was such a good one. So she, that's one of our favorite episodes yeah, of so late. Um, so Andrea came over mm-hmm. and I had circled with her beforehand. Mm-hmm. Circled, huh? <laughs> and um we talked about Steph and we talked about kind of setting the intention for the space. And then we, I invited, I talked to Steph, I said, give me a list of who wants to come. And we just, I was just kind of like, okay, set the intention. Whoever's supposed to be in the room will be in the room. Mm-hmm. Everybody brought an offering for Stephanie to help usher in this year ahead. And, you know, it's a re- it was a really beautiful opportunity to share how Steph has impacted our lives, how important she is to us, how beautiful of a human she is and to her face without her being able to respond so that was the biggest thing she just it was a really big practice in receiving and um we had a talking stick and Andrea ushered in the ceremony and really kind of like led it and then it ended with us all um beating I left it at home a um it's like a necklace like a mala necklace for her and we each bead was a, a wish for her for this year it was stop you guys so amazing so incredible oh my gosh was your heart just like exploding i mean i've never felt so full in my whole life it was so beautiful oh my god and then i was like we wrapped it up we all said our last piece i said my piece and then i was like all right we quickly cleaned the circle we all changed like smearing mascara on our faces and then we just were like let's go rage (laughs) it was so fun but i swear to god like i walked into that party like a new Mm. And you said that you went to bed in a reasonable hour and stopped well, drinking at appropriate time. Hour. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was up a reasonable until sobriety. About 5 a.m., okay. but okay. I was sober. Okay. I just had so much energy. It was so – I was like, I'm a grown-ass fucking woman. That is amazing. Yeah. So if any of my friends are listening, don't get me a bottle of wine for my birthday. Do a <laughs> circle. Me a circle. It, honestly, we were just on the way up. You were like, what else can we circle? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be the new <laughs> normal for Half everything. Yeah. yeah. Friday night. Yeah. You know. And what I said is – what I was feeling is true. Is like we don't, we don't really facilitate those things for each other in this world. Like we – I feel like we all wait till it's too late to like say things to mm. people that we love. And it was just so cool to hear my friends have like the openness and the courage and the kindness to just like really share what, because it was really about like them too, you know? And I just think it's so amazing that we're like living in a time and a place where we're encouraging that kind of vulnerability and connection. Mm. I mean, that's what the world needs to heal itself. hundred percent. So at the time, how were you feeling like while the people were saying things and you weren't allowed to respond? Was there like any weird feelings no. that you had to work through or was, you were just totally open? Zero weird feelings. Okay. I, the only thing was like, I want to talk. 
fuck so much. Yeah. <laughs> I like wanted to like take every like everything someone said I wanted to like respond to them directly yeah. and like tell them things back and like my nature is to want to like thanks but okay but this is about what, what the thing that you do like I yeah, just wanted to like return exactly. and yeah. it was like cool to like not mm-hmm. do that and like I think up to this point I've been working on receptivity so it actually was like the perfect kind of like little cap to that mm. little lesson that I've been giving myself. Did you record it? No. No. Oh, I feel like I would want to listen to it every I morning. I did think <laughs> that. I was like, I wish I recorded it, but I think it's just special to not. Yeah, totally. I recorded it in my brain. Yes. Oh, so nice. Yeah. So nice. So you guys have created like a really dedicated community as well. What do you... So we hear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think has allowed you to like create such an amazing space for your listeners? How... Uh, has allowed us or has like I think it's honesty just being yeah. just being real and yeah. like even when it's hard to even when it's challenging even when you make mistakes say the wrong thing say the right thing you know just like being as open hearted as possible mm-hmm. that's any any time I've, I've ever responded to any form of art that that you know I that I connected with that it was just truth. Mm. So just being as truthful as possible, and that takes work. Yeah. That's not something for me. I mean, Stephanie coming from a stand-up comedy background, she does it so effortlessly and, and beautifully. For me, that's been part of the journey of doing the show is like really sharing my heart and articulating how I feel and being okay with that mm-hmm. and comfortable with that. Yeah, like not taking yourself so seriously mm-hmm. almost. And like, yeah, no, 100%. I love how you guys kind of, you kind of are not afraid to go there and you guys offer like a variety of different topics even if they're like a little bit taboo or like you know opinionated um and you guys don't kind of you 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 have your opinion but you you're open to hearing the other opinions so what do you think has been um like has there been an opportunity or sorry an uh, sorry <laughs> Has there been a moment where you guys had received any kind of like uncomfortable feedback or um, anything that you guys had to really like kind of look at and respond to? Yeah, there's been a couple. (laughs) There's been a couple of times where something, you know, it's never uh, maybe one time something I said was controversial which is sh- fucking shocking to me, honestly. Yes. Only one time, I know. <laughs> but seriously, like how really the the as much as like as just completely unfiltered as I am, most of the time it does not get a bad reaction. I think I can mm-hmm. think of one time. I think what did I, we call this ourselves fat or something? Maybe yeah. I People don't, don't like it that we call ourselves Fat Olson, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But we named our production company Fat Olson. <laughs> so don't tell everyone to fuck off. But yeah. <laughs> So there's something like that, but really the, the there was only two other incidences really that I can remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, where there was a controversy, controversy, and it wasn't having to do with anything that we said. Yeah. It was something that a guest said on mm. both occasions, and um, we really at that point had to like come together and be like, okay, is it our job to filter a conversation and put it in a way that makes people feel comfortable or is it our job to give people a platform to challenge and raise questions and stir the pot a little bit? Mm -hmm. And I think both of us are much more interested in stirring the pot than Mm -hmm. giving people what they want to hear Mm -hmm. to facilitate their own feelings that they're right. Mm -hmm. That's not going to help anything. So I like when there's a little controversy. I think that's very interesting. Of course, I never want to alienate anyone or make people feel like we're not understanding other communities or whatever point of view. But um, 
I think when it's like that, it's cool because it deepens the conversation. Yeah, and yeah. we can't sit here saying we want to have the hard conversations and not have it be hard. Mm-hmm. Like that's totally. the way of like finding your way through it. Yeah. You kind of have to go deep in and and if people do have trouble with it, we'd love to hear. Let's talk about Let's it. Talk about yeah. it. Let's hear the other perspectives. That's how we all learn. This is such a time in our culture where education just needs to be sitting and listening mm. and educating and learning and listening to all the sides is is important so we can grow together. But mm-hmm. that being said, I do hate people's oversensitivity yeah. and like hashtag trigger warning 100%. and like yeah. the political correctness of all of this shit. Like I can't, I don't have time for that. So if you're going to come through on like a Facebook post with some like ridiculous oversensitive nonsense and you're not being conscious and you're complaining, I will shut that down. Yeah. Because I can't stop. Totally. It's our job to fucking tell the truth that it might be an inconvenient truth for you. I don't give a shit. Stop crying. No, I that's how that's like agree. my baseline yeah. is like I'll hear you, but at the same time, I'm not gonna make everything okay for you. Totally. And what's the inner work that you guys have had to do around that? Like you mentioned that you had a hard time like opening up. Um, so I'm assuming like when there are there is controversy that it's like can be difficult on you. Like what's any inner work that you've done to a be able to speak your truth and b be able to like receive uncomfortable feedback. I think just cl- like doing meditation, taking mm-hmm. care again, make, going back to like making the space to yeah. like have clarity of thought, mm-hmm. and that and and that lends to listening, that lends to journaling. All of the the inner work really is the best ingredients to being able to just show up and be a clear vessel for whatever information needs to come through. Mm-hmm. I would say telling the truth is very easy for me. I have Mercury and Sagittarius, so I have no choice. (laughs) Um, But the one thing I've had to do is I'm very stubborn. So there have been times when, like, someone comes for me with a conflicting point of view, and my reaction is to be defensive and pissed off. Mm. And I have to check that because if I'm asking other people to check that, I also need to check that. Mm. So that is, I guess, like a meditative more, like, where you can – recognize your own bad behavior yeah. and change it. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I, I don't think there's a conscious amount of like inner work that goes into that thing. I think it is more of like a natural experience. Yeah, like a reflective thing that yeah. just happens when yeah. you're, you know, taking that time yeah, for yourself. Yeah, and you know what? It's yeah. okay to not always say the right thing. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Like that's, that, that's a big problem where we are in society today. No one has is allowed room to fuck up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we like if I've never always said the right thing. So I've I need to never give, said the right, right. thing. Right. So it's like <laughs> ever, to have ever. to give people grace and allow them to admit, you know, they, they said the wrong thing or to just say, like, okay, how can we learn? That's that's the most important thing at, at this moment in time, I, I believe. Mm. Yeah, there's been like some forgiveness around certain situations where we've both discussed, you know, let's not hold someone let's not hold someone's entire life up against maybe their worst or weakest moment. And how can we have kindness around that? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's really huge. But personally, I just don't want to be an angry, stressy person. Yeah. So that's pretty much like all the work I do is around like eliminating as as much of that for myself. Yeah. I feel like I'm naturally an angry, stressy person as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, the world is pretty fucked up. Yeah, exactly. All of us are taking a very big psychic hit around everything that's happening. 100%. Especially like the more woke, you know, individuals that are doing the work, it's like affects us more. I don't know if that's true. 
I think that every person is deeply affected by mm. the fucking shit in this world. Mm-hmm. It might just be that you're more aware of the, right. of the parts of your yes, life that it's right. affecting, mm-hmm. but all of us are having the exact same experience. Mm. And I think that people might maybe don't realize why they're so angry, why they're so tired, why they're sick, because they're right. not understanding that it's within their world to amend, control, facil- uh, support those things, but none of us are experiencing more than others. Right. Yeah. No, but we're just no- – yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. I agree. Can we actually talk about wellness for your hair? Because let's face it, the hair is really important. And I'm literally one of those girls who has so many half-empty hair products because nothing I've tried lives up to its promise until I found Living Proof, okay? I found them a few years ago. I bought their Perfect Hair Day Split End Mender and I was hooked. It actually works. They actually live up to their promises and it smells angelic, you guys. So they have a solution to every beauty challenge you can think of and they use actual technology from MIT scientists, which give me comfort that the smart people are helping me get the best hair because, you know, I want actual scientists that know what they're doing creating my products. I don't just want these marketing gimmicks lying to me. So any problem like from frizz to damage to fullness, living proof, they literally do exactly what they claim to do without using a bunch of crap like silicones and parabens and phthalates and they don't test on animals, obvi. So you guys need to try their dry shampoo. I was literally like five days into not washing my hair and it saved it saved me a lot of time. There it literally wins awards, you guys, you know, because it's unlike other dry shampoos. It doesn't just mask the oil and the sweat and the stink. It removes it completely and then it makes your hair look and feel really clean and fresh. And like I said, the smell is amazing. So I want to tell you about my latest experience because like I've said I've been just like trying new things. I've tried so many of their things and I love them all. I used the full line to like plump up the volume. And then I was like, okay, that fixed that problem. Now I want to see what else I can fix. And as the air is getting colder, I find that my hair is getting a little frizzy. So I decided to try the anti-frizz line and it's so, so good. I've used the shampoo. I've used the conditioner. And another thing I love is that it lathers so nicely. So it's changed the texture of my hair. It's making it shinier and healthier and it just is so much like softer and like no frizz, you guys. And I'm usually like fro city. So it's literally no wonder that they've won eight best of beauty breakthrough awards. Hello, because they're actually delivering results that you can see from across the room. So do what I did. Make the switch to living proof today. Visit livingproof.com slash chakra and use the promo code chakra to get a free sample of that award-winning dry shampoo that you can literally go days and days without washing your hair. It's amazing. It's seriously the best dry shampoo. I've tried everything. So go again. It's livingproof.com slash chakra, promo code chakra for a free sample of dry shampoo with your purchase. Livingproof.com slash chakra, promo code chakra. Go get it guys. Okay. So I want to talk, shift a little bit to a little bit more fun stuff. Wellness modalities. What are your favorite things that you're doing right now? You guys, you have like tried everything like Cryo, what is it? Cryo, cryotherapy, cryotherapy, and the sweat. What's those sweat? Infrared, infrared sweat. Infrared sweat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Infrared sweat. Um, what is like your favorite thing of the moment? Infrared sweating. I think for both of us, we love so much. We love Shape House. That's yeah. in Los Angeles and New York. Um, and I'm I do that with the nutritional muscle testing right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I seriously tried fucking everything for this goddamn eye thing. <laughs> 
which was a chalaise in. Then I had to get surgery and then I had like oh chronic God. inflammation. It just has been like actually Ongoing. so fucking annoying. And I had like a lot, I did a lot of just like brain work to be like, it's fun. Like mm. I was like white knuckling it being okay. But like now that it's getting better, I'm noticing that it like wasn't okay. Mm. And this is the first thing that I've done in the past three years that's actually changing it. Mm. Wild. So I'm fucking obsessed with it. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That I think we are big rebounders. So jumping on our Velicon trampolines yeah, in the morning, that. that's really fun. I would just <gasps> like to put on a song and, and jump for the song. It's like a really great way to just shift, get the blood moving, get the heartbeat going. I love that. Um, walking, breathing, hydrating. <laughs> <laughs> the huge. Those are my, we yeah. both do acupuncture regularly as okay. well. Um, and that's yeah, and pretty then, much it. And then for me, I, I had a pretty wild bout of acne that just mm. like, you know, that like early 30s acne that just sure. hits you hard <laughs> and fast. Sure. Um, I actually know a lot of people that have yes, had that experience. Yeah. There's yeah. many, many. And I went through Probably a pretty... because all of our endocrine systems are fucked up. Mm. Yeah. Because our world is made of poison. Mm-hmm. True, yeah. And so <laughs> for me, a regular facial really oh, keeps, yeah. it, keeps it at I don't even know if it keeps it at bay. I really think I don't think I'm like one missed skincare routine from a breakout. Mm-hmm. Thank God. But um, you know, taking care of your skin is is like a big thing for me because mm-hmm. I have I do have PTSD from insane acne. <laughs> well, your skin looks amazing. Thank you. You don't so have any much. acne residual. It looks amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so speaking of endocrine system, do you guys have you heard of Elisa v- Elisa Vidi, yeah, the woman coach? She's been on our show oh, twice. Oh, oh, twice. Yeah. Okay, I just met her. She's amazing. Awesome. She's yeah. so wonderful. Yeah, obsessed that's with our that. Bible. You know, okay, yeah, so that's okay. something that's been a revelation for both of us. Yeah. It's like we have a cycle. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. So crazy. I feel like that's should be taught in every school in the world yeah like we always talk about our period education being like the weirdest grossest most uncomfortable awkward completely separate from your body experience and she just is really telling you what's up Yes. And it's so amazing. Yes. Female biohacking. Yes. Hello. I have I the, I'm using the app. It's yeah, so good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, so good. Awesome. Okay, so let's move into a segment called Manic Moments in Manifesting, where we get real about our last meltdown that we had and the last thing that we manifested. Okay. You guys, I'll go first. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give okay. us an example. Guide us. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to say that getting my shit together this morning, I was actually a really good girl last night and I didn't go out. It was like I was speaking at an event, day drinking happened, and then I was like hot mess by 8 p.m. and mm. called it. Um, and I thought I had so much time this morning to like get my shit together, but I like woke up at 10, like had to back, had to eat and like make it down here. So I was like a little frantic and like, you know, you start sweating and you're like, oh my God, I'm sweating. Then you start sweating more. That was my life today in the mm-hmm. Uber. <laughs> and then the Uber, like um, I, I couldn't find the right hotel entrance. Like it was like a big hotel. So um, she like canceled my trip. And then I had to call that. And we don't have Uber. So for me, oh. this is like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So yeah, that was my meltdown of the morning. It was it was today. Canada, free healthcare, no Uber. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll stay in the States. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have it everywhere except BC. So the province that I live in. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. We've got like a monopoly. an alternative? Just cabs. Oh. We've got like a monopoly mm. where the Are government. They no. Ugh. It's like the worst. Cash? Yeah. Call, oh, sorry. Digital. Oh, no. So, yeah, you call on the phone. I think some of them have apps now. Okay. But it is like interesting. The worst. Wow. 
Yeah. So How antiquated. Hello, I need a car. <laughs> I know. I know. So bad. Okay. Last thing I manifested. I'm gonna say having you ladies on the podcast. I just feel Aww. like we've chatted for a while, and yeah, it was just really nice to meet you guys. Oh my god. So <laughs> Thank you. How lovely. Big you fan first. over here. Um, okay. My last meltdown was downtown Los Angeles Flower Market. If you haven't been, I highly recommend okay. it. It's this amazing wholesale mecca of plants and flowers it's where everybody gets their flowers in los angeles it's amazing Mm -hmm. it's so cool and it's open from like 5 a.m to 2 p.m most days so i had this vision of doing this like floral crystal grid on the ground for steph's um which you did and it was so beautiful and i thought andrea did it (laughs) (laughs) and i um get to the flower market i asked my boyfriend to come with me i was like hey do you want to come on this like adventure downtown saturday morning it'll be like a fun cute moment i get there and i had it was like an embarrassment of riches so many options that i had a full creative meltdown to the point where i almost thought maybe i can't do (laughs) i mean put so much pressure on myself to just like vision and there was just too many options that i my brain short-circuited i just stared at flowers for 20 minutes with my boyfriend like disapproving in the corner like just like being like what is going was she okay like it was a whole mess and then I finally just had to like pick a color scheme pick pick a thing and just run with it, it turned out really well it. thank you so okay. much it but beautiful. it was really hilarious but I really recommend making yourself a crystal flower grid and maybe I found like my new passion Wait, oh my god I was gonna say I need to see it was this so cool incredible. I, need to see I was really it. proud she of told it me, she told me that she had a meltdown at the market like later at the party <laughs> and I literally was like you did that like I fully <laughs> thought that it was Andrea's I think I found thing. it but like you know Thorn to Rose, oh. I think I found a new um, creative outlet that you was really a awesome. Full on future career in floral crystal grid making. Oh my gosh. Right? Can I hire you? Yes. Okay. I think this might be my new thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. It should be. It's gorgeous. Um, so I really had to like move through the storm. Yeah. Um, last thing manifested. Well, we have a show coming up. I think about like a year ago, we had said. We want to start doing comedy festivals Mm. and um, we had the pleasure of doing one at the Kennedy Center this summer and we were asked to join the New York Comedy Fest coming out November 11th and it's just really fun to say like, hey, I want to start doing something and then now we're doing it. Doing it. it. For sure. Awesome. And only that didn't take you very long because that's like a big goal. Yeah. Love it, guys. Yeah. What about you, Miss Stephanie? My last meltdown, um, I would say, was last week. Every single day. (laughs) (laughs) I had a very, I've, I've been, um, I have a big project that I've been working on Mm -hmm. and it's coming into like a business, uh, moment right now where, um, I'm growing up Mm -hmm. in terms of like having these very big conversations around something that I care about and it's just a lot and I feel like. I realize that business is a savage wasteland <laughs> of fighting mm. and I'm just not used to doing things like that. Like we've never run anything like that. We've always done things very like in alignment, even when we've had to like leave networks or leave things like we've just like prayed and talked about it and it's always been like very like smooth and this has been very challenging mm. and I literally had a moment last week where I was like, I didn't know that I could keep feeling this bad and start over. 
Like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I could get to the bottom and come up this many yeah. times. Like, this whole year has just been, like, that where I'm like, oh, I think I'm at the bottom. I'm just kidding. It goes lower. But then it also goes, like, Higher. as high as – so that's what's – it's really hard. But, yeah, I got into, like, a really emotional space about that last week because mm-hmm. I was also afraid that it was going to go away and, like, whatever. It's just, like, so much. That was that. But you're back. I'm back. And I'm She's back. And it, it's all going to work out. Awesome. Amen. Exciting. Well, I yeah. can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. Um, and my latest manifestation – my circle (laughs) (laughs) what a beautiful thing to manifest I really felt like my birthday was like this culmination of just like showing me that everything is so much better than I realize it is sometimes you know in Mm. in the midst of last week how tough how tough it was Mm. and how I felt like fuck I just keep like it just keeps being hard and all of a sudden it felt like it's not hard anymore. Mm. And I just like want that to be the energy of the next year because 2018 can suck my dick. <laughs> We're ready to move on. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So what's next for you ladies then? Touring in 2019. Touring. We're going to do a live show in LA in January with Ambi and... Our astrologer. Um, yes. Yeah. I think that we have a lot on our horizon. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Excited, guys. Yeah. Well, tell everyone where they can find you. You can find us at So Retrograde on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm Elizabeth Cott on Instagram. And I'm S. Simbari, S I M B A R I. Awesome. And that's So Retrograde on iTunes. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's right. We've got a <laughs> show that you can yeah. take a listen to. We're like, we're Instagram stars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so fun. It was so great to finally connect with you, ladies. Thanks I for just love your us. vibes. Thank Yay. you so much. Thanks. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker Girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshockergirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at theshockergirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.